This is The Future of Money, a podcast where we hope to educate and get educated about the new world of blockchain and digital money. My name is Eric Denboer, and I will be your host. Hi, and welcome again to the blockchain, the future of money. Uh, this is, I don't, it's episode four, I think. Anyway, <laughs> with us today, we have, as, as always, Jasper and a new guy, uh, Shane. And, <laughs> the new uh, guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. Shane, uh, how did you get into this? So I became a crypto enthusiast back in 2017. Mm. I really started researching it beforehand, but I didn't take the deep dive until 2017 and started off with, with Bitcoin. And uh, then you just start going down the rabbit hole because you start reading about all these different blockchain projects and how it's going to change the world. And mm. so I, I love to learn about it, but I also like to share what I have learned with others and try to educate people on blockchain and try to connect with other people in the area that are also interested in blockchain. So I'm really excited. Nice. Awesome. Uh, I actually met him because he had a, a speech at the library okay. uh, about blockchain, and he was talking about wallets, which we are actually going to discuss today. And hopefully somewhere in the end, we're also going to show you guys how to set up a cryptocurrency wallet. But to start with this, so what is a crypto wallet? Mm -hmm. And what makes the difference between a crypto wallet and a regular wallet? And the crypto wallet, the difference between a crypto wallet and a regular wallet is that, well, a regular wallet, you take your money, you put it in your wallet, and you see that you have X amount of dollars or- Like crypto, a physical well, yeah, wallet, yeah, physical yeah. Wallet, right? The crypto wallet actually doesn't store any crypto or any, any of your currencies on the crypto wallet. What it does though, is it keeps track of what you actually have on the blockchain. Really? So, yes. So the the way it works. So if uh, let's say that I will give you a, a, a Bitcoin. Let's yeah. Say. So it doesn't really say that I have X amount of Bitcoins on my wallet. What it does say is that how many Bitcoins do I have that's on the blockchain? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to wrap my mind around this. I think it, I, I when I first thought about it initially, I, I was thinking of like you know. Uh, I guess how like, you know, on your iPhone, you have like Apple wallet mm -hmm. and it'll show like the different cars or like, you know, you can put like passports in there, different things like that. Like that was my initial framework for a, like a, a crypto wallet. Is that, but it's not that. Well, so remember that a blockchain is like a big ledger, right? Yeah. And the crypto wallet actually keeps track of what you have on the ledger. Ah. So you don't really physically have the cryptos on your yeah. storage device or, or or in your wallet. Okay. So what what you do is that that it keeps all. This is what you have on this exchange. Okay. And also depending then what kind of crypto you have, they will be on different kind of blockchains. That's what I was gonna say. So exactly. like, yeah. well, can your wallet like include multiple different blockchains or can it just include one? So like, can so, it show? Yes or no. 
Some wallets, some wallet actually has the capability to store different kind of cryptos on it. Okay. And then some other wallets just store the the main ones like Bitcoin or Ethereum or maybe Cardano or something. And so what you're going to find is that when you start looking through crypto wallets, there's going to be all different kinds. And exactly right. There are some that are just native to that particular blockchain. Yeah. So like Solana or Cardano would have their own type of wallet. But then you also have these multi-asset wallets. Mm. Uh, that you can use on your phone, on a desktop, whatever. And actually, you can hold all kinds of different currencies. When I say hold, you have access to those currencies through your wallet. Uh So the way I like to think of it is that really a wallet is just that software that keeps your your keys secure Mm -hmm. so that whenever you want to make a transfer or you want to interact with the coins that you have, you have to have that wallet and you because that wallet has your your keys to accessing it. That's what makes it secure. Wow. And that if you don't have that wallet, if you can't access that wallet, you can't access those coins. So it really makes it a lot of very secured. Nobody else can steal it from the outside. No one can duplicate uh, your wallet, you know, and try to steal it and things like yeah. that. So to me, that's where the the magic of the wallet. And goes. is this yours right here? This the, this little. Well, so th- this this is one of our wallets, and okay. or one of my wallets. I have. You'll find out that you'll end up having dozens of wallets. Wow. Uh, so you don't have to. It doesn't have to be like stored on a computer or on your phone like it can be on a little good question because okay that, go. That, okay so there are different ways of storing you can have something called a cold wallet which this would be uh-huh. uh, or you can have a hot wallet which would be on like uh, online uh, if you're on exchange for instance yeah right and uh, we can well, why is it called hot and cold is that I, it has to do with the access. Uh, that's what I was thinking. If it like if it's a hot wallet, there's like so the potential it, for it. So yeah, if if it's hot, it's it's connected to the internet. It's uh-huh. on there. It's easy to access because it, it's it's instantaneous. You just yep. pull it up and boom, it's there. But cold wallets, there is a, a hardware component to it to where it is it is you have to do a few more steps to connect it yeah. to the internet. But also this since this is not connected to a computer right now, nobody can access this. Wow. So it, it, this is a way to keep things in cold storage. And, and that's part of a cold wallet is that you can put this in a safety deposit box or whatever. And no one can access those coins without this device. Yeah. And, and so hot wallets like the, or software wallets it would be in like an, an exchange. If you set up a Binance or a Coinbase account, you automatically usually set up a wallet in there because you, you will have whatever coins you've been buying and stuff like that. Oh. They will be then the custodial of your wallet. There will be a you know a, a, a username and a password associated with that. Each wallet, actually, when you set up a wallet, you you start uh, you know filling everything in, and you would have something called a, a private key and a public key. Okay. And the way to set up the private key, usually to make it a little easier, because you you can't remember. Uh, you know, all, all of these one F two 16 or 24 yeah. letter, you know, so what they do is they, they make something called seeds and that's a random, uh, words. So you can have 24, what is it? 12, 12 24, 24, you know, they, they yeah, vary it, depending it, on the wallet. Okay. And those words together becomes a private key. 
and the private key is what you own. That's 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 you know privacy uh, for your wallet. And then when you go and uh, buy a coin or sell a coin or give a coin or whatever it is, you actually use a public key to send that back and forth. Okay, and so that, like if I so like like Cash App or like other like third party organizations like that mm-hmm. that like allow you to purchase like crypto coin like they'll let you purchase like bitcoin from like cash app and like place it in like the stock market or Mm -hmm. like it kind of looks like that so that's that's kind of what's happening in their point like i'm like tech if i buy bitcoin through cash app like i don't have a wallet but like it's stored in their wallet it's that public that public key access thing well in in the thing to realize is a lot of times when you do use a software wallet like that to find out what your wallet address is, all you have to do is go to that coin and hit receive, and it'll actually come up with your wallet address. Wow! And so you've got you, you probably got loaded. You're loaded with different wallet addresses that you don't even know about. Wow! Uh, they can just go in there, and so yeah. Anytime you go uh, into anything that's going to be an exchange like Robinhood and things yeah. like that. You know, I, you can receive coins from other people. They can send them to you to deposit. And so you say receive coins and then they'll come up with that address. Can I use those coins via that, that or do I need like a, like a more like, do I need a different sort of like hot wallet that's different from that? Does that make sense? So it depends on what you're wanting to do. If you're okay. wanting to transfer, just simply I'm moving value from this person to this person to this wallet to that wallet, it works out fine. Oh, okay. Now, there's a lot of times though where you want to interact with a, a an app or a program uh, like a lending platform or something like that yeah. that's separate. And those, you are going to need a, a different kind of wallet to, to connect to it. Okay. Uh, the ones that are already on the central exchanges, you can't connect those to adapt that I'm aware of. Hmm. Uh, well, not now. Not yeah, at this not point. Yet. But I, uh, from what I read, the, it's I mean, it's coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- this space is still so new. There's yeah, still a lot of things that is in the works. We were talking about cross platforms and stuff like that before. So we're going to start seeing more, more and more of that. Uh, what I want to say uh, about cold wallet and hot wallets, uh, the, 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 the biggest use cases for that is if you have a hot wallet, which you use in our exchange and all that kind of stuff, uh, uh, that is, you, you use it for more everyday use and, and you know, yeah. uh, buying or selling or sending to each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cold stores are usually used for, uh, you know, your, your bank box. You, you know, you keep, if you, if you want to look at it like a cold storage would be like, I have a box at home yeah. where I keep things my, you really, you, yeah. something you might really want to protect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then can you when, store other things on there besides uh, currency? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can store NFTs. That's what I was, yeah. Okay. Yep. Wow. Well, I remember the day when you couldn't do that, but because, you know, then now NFTs have so moved forward yeah. that they want to have their NFTs. And yeah. Like we were talking about the last time, mm-hmm. you know, and that's where you come in with the addresses that, you know, your, your storage device, your cold wallet is only a place where you have the direction to where or how much you actually have mm. the system. And you were, so you were talking about it, it takes a little bit of time to upload or to connect 
a cold wallet, a cold wallet right. to the internet itself, right? Why is that? Well, it's you just actually, I mean, I had to go to a device, yeah. uh, like a, I can use a phone or whatever, and you have a- and You can connect this, it to your phone? Instance, oh, absolutely. And so you can do this and then you can, uh, it's got a little plug-in down here yeah. that you plug it in, and then it'll connect to and open up a, a, a page that allows you to then interact and, and do the exchanges, send, receive whatever wow. and then uh like i said all your your private key and everything is stored on this so no one can you need both the 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 device the mobile device the the computer whatever mm -hmm. plus this wow it's a two-step whereas a hot wallet all you need is the device yeah the computer whatever so which makes it easier to hack into yeah and that's why hackers and people are you know they attack these exchanges that that's why I, that was going to be my next question how is how easy is it to like hack into someone's wallet like is it like is it something that i should be worried about like are there more are there wallets that are more secure than other ones like you want to take that <laughs> take that yeah. so the biggest the biggest vulnerability when it comes to wallets is the person that huh. is you like because, what i like my uh, knowledge of like wallets and well i'm talking about how 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 you know how secure are you and how are you going to store things for instance okay we talked about the seed phrase. So when you set up your wallet, especially like a cold wallet or a mobile wallet, things like that, you have to start off with a seed phrase. So you do that seed phrase. And this and is like a password. It's or? like a password. Okay. So there's going to be, let's say, Exodus, for instance, which is one that I really like a lot. You can download it on your desktop or on your mobile phone. And it starts off with 12 words. And these words can be like puppy or ladder or whatever, just random words. Yeah. And then, so it's going to show you these words and then you have to write them down. You have to physically write them down because then what happens is you hit next and then it will say, all right, give us those words in the order that we showed them to you. So then you have to go in and you have to verify that you have that seed phrase correct. Wow. So you're re-entering those words in. Now, what are you going to do with that seed phrase Afterwards, are you going to throw it away? You know, your piece of paper. Yeah. Some people will will keep it in a in a safe place, Close like in a, yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a safe. Other people will save it like on a sticky note on their on yeah, their whatever. Uh, so it depends on how you're going to store okay. the information. Uh, some people store it like in a, uh, on their computer, like they'll create a Word document and they'll say password, you know, seed phrase for whatever wallet. That's not a good idea. Yeah, because if someone hacks your computer, boom, it's over. Hmm. So. You know, the the biggest vulnerability is is the person that is is holding it. Don't get sucked in. If you get an email, uh, like one of the big ones that uh, is a browser um, a browser wallet, it's called MetaMask. And I can't tell you how many people have been fooled because they'll get an email and they'll say, your MetaMask wallet is about to disappear. Yeah. Please click here <laughs> and give us your seed phrase to verify that yeah. it's you. Guess what? Money gone. Because all they need, the hacker, all they need is your seed phrase, and they have total access then to your to your wallet. Mm. What do you need to set up an, a wallet? And I know you guys are going to go through the process of setting up one, and I won't be here for what that. What do you need? Sad, uh, but, uh, well, like what information? Like, do I need to put my like social security yeah. in? Like, you know, like a bank account? Like, what information do I need to like? 
Well, again, that differs a little bit because the thing is that if you do a hot wallet with an exchange, yeah. you have to give a lot of information about you. You probably have to give, you know, your driver's license, stuff like that to authenticate who you are. Mm. And then, but if you set up a, a cold wallet, like uh, on your computer or one of those, you don't need any of that. And Exodus is, Exodus is, uh, is Exodus a cold wallet or, so or it, it can is be both? not. It is technically a hot wallet because it is on the internet. Okay. Okay. Anything that's on the internet, stored on the internet at all times, is considered a hot wallet. Okay. So anything that you can detach mm-hmm. and put away, that's a cold wallet. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there's, there's, and there's, there's coming out with some hybrid models. Like there's that's one. That's why I was. That, that's why I was thinking there, Exodus was like maybe it was a hybrid because you say you had to download it. And so, right, you have to download the software and put it on whatever whatever device you're going to use it on. Okay. So, a desktop, mobile phone, whatever. Okay. Uh, uh, but no, there are some out there. That, there are constantly new wallets being developed yeah. all the time. So, uh, you know, pretty soon they're going to try to make it easier. And and I talk about this a lot with people. It's like remember back in the day when the and you're probably too young, but back in the day, getting on the internet was hard. It took a lot of effort, no, yeah, you know, know, and accessing all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and so, you know, it's going to get easier. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We want the, these developers are wanting to make it easier to keep track of your stuff and all that, but they also want to make sure that it's secure. Mm. So. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It is crazy. It is really crazy. I was there was another question that I wanted to ask, but it well, slipped we, my I mind. can I can also you know tell you that there's something called paper wallet. Is so, this is going to bend your brain. Yeah. So you can actually in the early early days of Bitcoin and all that kind of stuff, there were no real wallet wallets, right? Yeah. So people would just write down or actually take those phrases or the, the whole string that they would have, and they will copy and paste it on a piece of paper. That would be your private key and all the kind of stuff and how much inf- you know the information would be on the blockchain and you print that out and then people would just save it in their in their safe or something right so let's say that in the old days you would have a hundred thousand bitcoins or something yeah. in those days it was worth not a cent so they would then download that put that on a piece of paper but if they wanted to interact with me and send me something they would have to take that out type everything in all those codes and then say how many bitcoins would they, do you want to se- send to eric then right so then they send it to me and once that whole transaction is done then your private key would still be the same but how much information uh, you know how much left you have of the bitcoins would be different so now you have to download that and print, and that print out it again, out again right oh man so that that so that that's also considered being a cold wallet because yeah. the only way anybody could steal those bitcoins would be if they actually had that information right in front of you. People don't still do that, do they? Uh, oh, there, yeah, there are some, what? some people that still do cold wallets. Yes. Hardcore man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they where they really don't trust any they don't kind tr- of technology <laughs> <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> yeah, they probably save it in a in a little plastic bag in their safe or something. Wow. Or, you know, yeah. So. And then uh, to take it even one step further, there's also something called multi-sig wallets. So you're yeah. looking at multiple signatures. A lot of people have to put in different, you know, passwords and things like that to verify that this transaction is going to go through. And that's really good for like big corporations. Maybe if they're going to move a whole bunch of money, you don't want to have that with just one person having total control of it. Yeah. So you're going to have like a group of people. So there's all kinds of levels of security you can have with these wallets. And yeah, I guess that was going to, that was, that's a good question. And I, I'm going to go in a little bit, but the, uh, 
how do you, can you like, uh, I guess, customize the level of security you want with any specific wallet? Like take Exodus, can I be like, all right, I want like three steps. I want like, you know, someone else's like so yes, password, yes. fingerprint, I don't know. So I just set up a, an Exodus wallet again last night. Uh -huh. And as I was going through there, yeah, you can do your your seed phrase. Okay. And then you're going to have a, a password and that password is going to be your spending password. And that just sort of further verifies that it's you. Mm. So you can put in a password. You can also do a two-factor authentication where they'll either you can use like Google Authenticator to have a code yeah. or you can get an SMS message with, with a code or whatever yeah. so you can add layers upon layers wow. of 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 uh technology and then there's also something in not to confuse you but there's also something called a security key and a security key is actually another piece of hardware and i did not bring mine with me and yubikey is one of the biggest ones right now but what that does it it verifies that you are a physical person on that device doing this and you're not like a bot Oh, out there wow. trying to steal someone's stuff. How can it? So, so because it has a little bitty. So think of it like a small thumb drive. Okay. Yeah. And on the side of it, it's got this small little thing like on your iPhone where you can hold your finger to it or whatever. Wow. It's not doing a fingerprint. I think what it does, it just senses that a human being is oh, there. Oh, like right. through like body temperature right. or something? So, wow. you like, so you push it and then it'll verify, yes, you are physically at that device and you are, you know, you're authorizing this to go through and you have access to it. And a lot of different, and, and, and those kind of things are being used both with crypto companies and with other financial companies, because a lot of people are getting remotely hacked. Yeah. Uh, especially like with Coinbase and things like that, where they can steal your password. That's the thing with central exchanges. If they steal your username and password to Coinbase. Yeah. They got access to all that money, right? Well, that's that was going to be my next question uh, in terms of like the vulnerability of like setting up a wallet and everything. Like, are there like, I mean, are, are like, is there, are there a lot of hackers like trying to like take people's things? Like, does that make sense? Like constantly. Okay. I mean, because there's so much money in it. Okay. But what they're doing more and more today is actually not, you know, trying to penetrate the, the blockchains per se anymore. What they're going after is uh, uh, exchanges that are doing NFTs, for instance, and they will go in. Because a lot of these NFTs or games, online games, Axie Infinity, for instance, and all that kind of stuff, they have their wallets there online mm -hmm. because you're constantly doing transactions. So uh. then they hack Axie Infinity, for instance. They lost uh, $600 million mm -hmm. in just you know, a, a month or so ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the, that's why the exchanges are, are really, really, you know, doing everything they can to secure it. But also a lot of exchanges, what they would do is that they would say that uh, if we are doing uh, X amount of million dollars in transactions, we actually have, uh, you know, a, a backup. If, if we get hacked, we do actually have bitcoins in storage that at, that we own mm -hmm. to to repay you if this happens. So that uh, is that's a little bit. So there's goods and bads in both sides. So you're saying, like, for example, if uh, I I created a hot wallet and through like a a business or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get hacked. They have like sort of insurance for that. Sort of, yes. Okay. Yeah. And wow. They ha they have to have that. And anymore. does they have to have that? that? Is that like a cost to me? Does that make sense? Well, it, no. I'm, certainly, there's going to be fees yeah. that's included in in just doing 
normal operations. Okay. But they will not reimburse you if you get hacked. So oh, if, if I get hacked, they won't. get hacked. Yeah. If they, if they get hacked, if they get hacked, okay, it's something yeah. that they did, yeah. So that's a little bit like you know saying that you know that the bank will re if the bank gets robbed, the bank will reimburse you. But, yeah, you know if you if I get robbed, yeah, that's you know it. that's that's up to you. So there's there's goods and bad. So the cold storage is like for instance, uh, like his device here. Uh, I would I would look at that as having a a, a bank box at home yeah. where I keep my money or whatever it is, right? I. Uh, if I lose that bank box, my problem. Yeah. Right? Same thing here. If I lose the same seed phrase and all that kind of stuff on this device, or even lose the device, then the money is gone. Yeah. That's just the way it is. But on an exchange, uh, you know, the, uh, if they get hacked or they lose it or something, then, you know, that's going to be a little bit their problem. So they're going to have to, yeah. you know. That and there sense. are government rules now saying that, if you're starting an exchange and stuff like that, you're going to have to have at least X amount of Bitcoins or money to, you know, secure it. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's super interesting. Yeah. And I'm sorry I got to go that I, I can't. I know you need to go. But yeah. what we're going to do is we're going to set, set up, up a wallet and we're going to show you guys how to actually set up your own wallet. So see you in a sec. So we are back. And what we've done to help you guys out a little bit is that we actually downloaded uh, the wallet on the desktop or uh, on the on the laptop. And we're going to go step by step to show you how you can set up a wallet. And we're, the one that we are using or setting up now is called Exodus. Uh, there are more wallets out there, but they're all very similar in the way they are setting up. So we are going to start by setting one up sounds Let's good go. all right so when you first download exodus uh you're going to see the screen that's going to have all the different uh coins on there and then along the top here you're going to see and the address is exodus.com or right i well i just do a google search for exodus wallet okay uh and then i was able to download it that way um and then what you're going to do is, is you're going to click on up here at the top. There's going to be a, a button that says security. Let's see if we can select that. And then under security, what do we have here? We have back. It's uh, backup. Backup. Yes. Okay. So what this is going to do is this is going to create that seed phrase that we were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and, and you'll need this if you do uh, lose your 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 information about it. You can use the seed phrase to restore your wallet at any time. So this is what's going to be really, really important. And this is the part where you're going to write things down. And the seed phrase is what's creating your private key. Right. That is correct. So we're going to click on here, I think. Now... Well, First thing is going First to create, thing create, create a password. password. So this password is going to be used to uh, when you log into the uh, into Exodus. It's going to make sure that it is you, right? So uh, do you just want to make up any old password? Uh, yeah, you go for it. But uh, the password is basically for you setting up an account on Exodus. That is not going to be your seed phrase. That is not going to be the seed phrase. No. This is just going to be your account setup. Correct. So we're okay. just we're just hitting random numbers here. Yep. Let's see and what this says. And then we go down says. to next. Memorize your password. 
I guess you have to type it in again. Now we got to figure out, make sure that I did it right the first time. Let's see. It's probably going to say no. Okay, write down your 12-word seed, seed phrase. Okay, so what I like about this is that um, you can hover your 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 uh, pointer over each space, and it shows you the uh, word. So what's the first word? The first word is belt, and I'm going to write it down. Okay. Second word? Second word is kitten. And as you can see, these are just random words, and they're usually short words. The third one is host. Next one is dove, D-O-V-E. Yep. Hollow. Agent, I think, right? Yep. And one of the reasons why we picked Exodus for this example is because there's only 12. <laughs> Layer. Oh, leave, leave it up there. Is it layer or layer? Layer, yep. Yeah. Next. And can we move that rigid? All right. Lucky. Lab. Saddle. And the last one is truck. And what I have done now, I have physically sat here and written down each one of these seed phrase words, which is going to create my private key. All right. All right. So now I think we're going to hit next down here. And then it's going to have you re-enter those words. Let's see here. Check your paper backup. Okay. So now it, it gives me four words. And it's asking you which of these words are on that list that we just gave you. So that's another good thing. You don't have to go back through with this particular version and enter in all 12 words. You just have to pick the one that is in your seed phrase. Oh, oh, and in this case, it's going to be the word agent. Okay. Which one is that? That's going to be that one. That one right, right here. The second one. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. Right. And all right. And then we hit next. And now our wallet is set up. So that now, was super easy. It's super, super easy. And so now all I have to do is now you can start actually using parts of the wallet and you can go in and you can see all the different coins that are available. And if you scroll down, I mean, it's got multiple different platforms. Uh, like they've got uh, 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 Solana on there and they've got... Uh, uh, Cardano, Ada. So, I mean, this is a this is a really good one for if you're not looking for something that's very specific to a specific blockchain because they have lots of different ones. So, if you are a first time user uh, and you want to start this, uh, this is super simple, and this would be uh, an exchange where you can actually go in and buy or sell your currencies. So. Right, right. And so, yeah, you can, what this does is this wallet will connect to an exchange and allow you to do that. So that's what also makes it really good. Um, and then if you ever want to figure out, remember we're talking about your crypto addresses and things like that, you can go into one of the coins 
click on the coin, and then all I have to do is say that you're going to receive those coins. And then what it's going to do is it's going to show you that right the there. Address. That's the address. So that is your personal address that if you're going to receive coins from somebody else, they're going to send it to that address. And this would be a public address. Correct. Contrary to the private uh, the private, uh, the private coin. Key. key. Right. Right. Yeah, right. So, and uh, what I like to do with a lot of my um, – my public addresses, I'll create a, a spreadsheet mm-hmm. and I'll just have like w- the, 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 the wallet name or, or, and then I'll just have the coin because each one of those coins has a different address. Yes. Right. Like we so, said, it comes on the ledger. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So is, uh, so as you go through that list that I just showed you, I don't know if we can go back or not, but, um, I think you can just click the X. Okay, yeah, we're just going to X out of that. So if I go to a different coin, mm-hmm. it's actually going to show me a whole different, uh, a, a different, a whole different a, address. address. Right, right. right. Okay. So. This, for someone that is a first-time user, this is actually really, really simple. Yeah. What we want to stress always is do not lose your seed because the seed is what creates the private key, and the private key is what you can do uh, all your transactions and everything. So that that that, that will kind of be the, the your key to right. to your own wallet. And if you lose your password, I mean, you can always uh, just take your seed and you can restore your your wallet and then create a new password for it. So, but the seed phrase is super super important. Yes. Don't forget seed phrase. Yep. Well. Shane, thank you so much. You're welcome. And uh, I hope you guys back home have learned something. And uh, like always, if you have questions, don't hesitate. Give us a call. Thank you. Thank you.